0: My name is Henry, a.k.a. Hendall,
1: And it's your girl, K.
0: And without further ado, this is Culture, Culture, Connect. Connect. This is Culture Connect. Connect. Culture Connects. Culture Connect. Today we have a very, very special guest, of a part of the show. Uh, He's a spiritual advisor for DMX and so many other great artists. Uh, so today we're going to present um, and speak with a uh, big prophet about the life and legacy of DMX. We're going to get into everything, um, going into the, the life of X. And what was your role during your time with X? How did you guys meet? Well, actually,
1: um, we met through a mutual friend. Uh, when I met him, he introduced himself as Big Nuts.
0: <laughs> but
1: I told him I'm never going to call him that. So I'm like, you got to give me another name. Uh, I do a, 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 prison ministry. And so I go into the prisons and, you know, do concerts and so forth. And usually when I come in, because of my background, usually when churches, uh, come into the system, right. um, usually just the kind of people that normally goes to church would come out, you know, and be a part of the church service, and the so-called thugs don't come out, or they don't want to be no part of that, but then when I would usually come, they would promote that I'm coming, because they know I relate to those people, and I was on the radio, so they listening to me all the time on the radio on Sundays, doing the gospel jam show with DJ Strick, Uh, Shouts Out to Strick. Uh, and so I was somewhat of a celebrity of sort, I guess, coming in. So when I would come, all those thugs would come out. Yeah. So when that bunch this time was Donnie, his real name, uh, Big Donnie. Shouts out to Big Donnie. Uh, and I did a, did a concert there. And after the concert, he told me, he said, Man, you remind me so much of X. He said, Man, one day when I get out, I want to take you to meet him. So 13 years later, he kept his promise. Around this time, I had moved to Atlanta, of course, I'm from Birmingham, and um, I was in Atlanta. I had a show in Talladega, and it was the weirdest thing because uh, I was having some complications with my vehicle, which was stopping me from going to do the show. But at the same time, I had broke my phone, too, so I couldn't call the pass and say, hey, I can't make it. So I had to press my way. <laughs> right, right. So with the problem, whatever it was, don't remember whether okay. it was a tire or something, I don't know. But, so I pressed my way there, and when I got there, they was tearing down the stage. And, you know, I'm thinking, like, dang, he going to be mad at me. I'm late. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But he wasn't even concerned about that. I was like, well, I'm here, Pastor. He was like, oh, don't worry about that. Hey, y'all put that stuff back up on the stage. He was like, I want you to meet this guy. So he started running me all around the church. He's like, well, Donnie, What, Donnie. So, and when he said, he said, I want you to meet this guy named um, Don Johnson. Okay. Okay. Y'all my right. yeah. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: but I'm like when he said, "Dunn Johnson," I'm like the only person I know was this guy of my life. <laughs> right. So, so Dunn had Big Dunn had left. So he called me. Dunn he got him back up there. So around this time, people that know me knows I was 400 pounds before. When Donnie saw me, I was about 250. So he was like, "Man, that ain't big problem." He's this big old huge dude. Got one of his hands is two of mine when he saw me, he said, man, big boy, picked me up. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so we greeted each other, everything. So it was time for me to get on stage and do the show. So I got on stage, did the show, rocked the show, whatever. We got off stage, and he uh, he pulled me to the side. And he said, man, you ain't going to believe this. He said, tomorrow I got to take X a contract. And he said, God spoke to me, told me to take you with me. I was like, wow. So uh, he, he did. He kept his promise. The next day, we drove down to X's houses when he lived in South Carolina. And um, now mind you, this is X. You don't just bring a stranger to this house. Right. The X you see on TV, that's the real X. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I go down there, I got my folder and everything because I want to show my newspaper clippings of who I am. Right. You know, make sure I can, you know, solidify who I am and so forth. And so I start running that down to X when I met him. and. He didn't even let me get started. He took the folder, said, Brother, you're a real nice way. Brother, I don't want to know none of that. He said, Man, I want to get to know you as a person. Right. That's who I want to know. So I was like, Cool. So I had these nice glasses that I was pretty fond of, right? right? And some had told me, well, God told me to bring them with me and give it to him as a gift. Right. I wasn't thinking nothing of it. I just wanted to give it to them. thought it was something you liked. So I gave him the glasses. When I gave him the glasses, he started tearing up on me right there on the spot he was like brother he was like i know you said by god he said because usually i do all the giving but you brought me a gift and i think that opened the door for him to realize i was coming in his life to give and not take him. wow yeah wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah that's how i met wow. that's crazy go. god yeah. is good God is really good mm. yes. for it to yeah, go yeah, all yeah. through all of that and be able to meet such a legend. So yeah. getting into some things, so we know uh, from addiction, jail time, to rehab, DMX faced a lot of hardships. Yes. Uh, of course, outside of that, like many other hardships. Mm-hmm. Yet he would still preach the word of God, mm-hmm. like he was always ministering. Tell us an experience of, you know, when you were around him, when you would see him minister to other people. Oh man, <laughs> many of those uh, and that's the part of him that the world only got a glimpse of. Yeah. Uh, and I was very privy to uh, actually be with him a lot, in a lot of those opportunities because when I was around, one of the things he liked about me being around, he would always say to me, I love when you're around, man, because you bring the past out, man? reach out and he would always go into these sermons you know and so forth and I amen yes brother come on come on that's what I'm talking about brother he loved that you know so in his church you know uh, shouts out to Pastor King uh, out of Arizona that was his pastor lady pastor real uh, sweet lady and um, and while I'm saying that shouts out the uh, prophetess Lorna too we were the other parts of the dream team Wow. that was in his life and as well as other passes and things that was in his life I'm sure but those are the ones that I was kind of working you know in sequence with but uh, yeah so one time I do remember uh, pretty good is uh, we was at uh, okay, in Atlanta uh, It's around the time when I moved from South Carolina to Atlanta and uh, we went to Atlanta because he liked to get the steak and the um, um, crab legs or whatever so we was in there and usually we always uh, Well he would always I say we Like I'm in his pocket <laughs> But he would always After we're done eating He would always Choose a table or two To pay for oh, wow uh, He's like Yeah Give me my bill theirs and theirs too yeah. And now in hindsight I realized the wisdom That he was using Because uh, He had a yeah, big too. personality mm-hmm. But when he's meeting you He's very humble I should say it like that. Right. He's very humble. So that would be his introduction to Gosh. speaking to you or getting you or opening you up to speak to him. Right. Gotcha. And he would use that because now, of course, you know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not talking to him. So he liked it. He loved people. So he would use that sometimes as introduction. In hindsight, I see that because he would do it a lot. And it would open that door for people. Now they feel comfortable with it. Yeah, hey, you're
0: the right? Right. Get more knows, comfortable, right? right.
1: But and, but he knows in that conversation where he's going to take them. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? The wisdom exactly of that. What you're saying, and yes. so so aspundev as this one particular time. Actually, I, I think uh, it was some people from Alabama actually that recognized who I was, uh, and. Um, He was menacing to him. I remember the windows up, bang up. You know how they do it at Spondivis or whatever. And he started literally like prophesying to this lady and just menacing to her. And the lady was boo-hooing like, like, man, like broke down crying. And right there in the midst of it, he consoled her, prayed for her. And this is just one time, you know, but he would repeat this many times. But that's one of the times I remember more than anything because the lady was really, really going through something. He lifted her spirits and I've seen people come up to him and tell him about how uh, he's helped them, how his music has helped them through all types of situations, how uh, really? Craig Broadhead, which is his executive producer, his manager, uh, shouts out to him, and Jungle, which is his role manager at the time that all this happened. Um, but Craig would mention about times he remember uh, when people come up to him and say, man, when I was in prison for years, like, your music helped me do my bed Wow <laughs> I'm like, wow, <laughs> you know what I'm saying Crazy. And so, uh, and i witnessed times too Where people will say, man, you know I got saved because of you Or your music or what have you You know, and so forth So it's been many instances like that You know, that I've
0: witnessed uh, That people don't get to see yeah. ah. right. and, and one other thing that um, I actually heard you say and another interview is that uh, when you guys were, I think it may have been like at a grocery store or a gas mm-hmm. station mm-hmm. that X actually saw a man come in the store uh, feet sticking out of his shoes and he Absolutely. took off his, you know, X wore Tim's. Right, and, right. you know, X right. took off his shoes and, and gave it to the guy. Absolutely. And that really touched me because sure. it, it showed the gratitude of yes. The man X was Outside of the music Absolutely You know Absolutely. So That was something That was very touching yeah. And heartfelt for me
1: Yeah and, and it was for me That time too uh, That was the first time I had saw him Actually go to that level um, And it really made me Check my salvation <laughs> Because Right uh, I'm right. seeing the same guy And I wouldn't move To take my shoes off <laughs> You know what I'm saying right. yeah, That nah. he's seeing he, he's, I mean The fact that he noticed that You know And he was sensitive To that said a lot and it it made me start to look for things like that of how I can help and be more of a help and and not considering myself or putting other people before me Um, and uh, yeah we was uh, that's during the time you guys might have saw on television they showed it a lot here lately when he was riding with his daughter on Mm -hmm. the swing shot yeah I was there for that I was there. Uh in fact he kept trying to get me to get on like, nope <laughs> <laughs> I'm not riding. I'm not riding it. So, um anyway, yeah, we uh his manager was uh Montana and we stopped by, like like you said, a gas station man and we went in and we was just grabbing a few things, maybe some nine labels as he loved those. We just getting a few things and man the guy walked in, seemed to be a homeless guy, I don't know. Um, but like you said, he didn't have his shoes he was, his feet were kind of out of his shoes, or he didn't have—I don't remember—to exact what it was, but I do remember I mean, he took—I remember it was the um, what you call it, the light, yeah, the light, the light-skinned, um Timberless or whatever, right. right? You know, he he took those off, man, and gave them to him, walked out, and it had been raining that day, wow. so the ground is wet. He walked out in his socks all the way to the hotel. In fact, I think I got some footage of that too when that actually happened, um, but. But yeah man, he, he walked back into the he it wasn't like he said, Let me go get some shoes first or yeah. y'all got something else and y'all can put on. He walked from there out to the hotel, walked to the hotel in his socks. Just unashamed, man. Just unashamed yeah. of, you know, being used for God. And that's how he was. That's how he was. Very powerful. Yeah,
0: very Tune in next time. This is Culture. Connect. Culture Connect. Connect. Culture Connect. Connect.